with Ashley and Emily. I'm Ashley from Ashley Gets Around. And I'm Emily with Emily Eats and Explores. On this podcast, you'll hear me and Emily, who are both full-time solo travelers. We kind of think of this podcast as a little bit Bravo, a little bit travel channel. So grab your favorite beverage and let's go. Hello, everyone. Hello, you listener at home, in the car, on your run, wherever you listen, jail, I mean, like wherever you listen to your <laughs> podcast. I don't know. I don't know where people are listening from. Let us know. Send us a DM. Let us know where you listen to us. Today, we are going to talk about our first solo trips. Ooh. Where was your first solo trip, Emily? My first solo trip. It was in 2019. Oh, recently. I think 2019. My first idea was Iceland. And then people were telling me that wasn't a good place to travel solo because it was so expensive and because you usually want to like rent a car and drive around. And I didn't want to do that. So then I found really cheap flights to Copenhagen, Denmark. Never thought about going to Copenhagen, Denmark, but I did it. And it was a great time looking back at it. But when I was there, it was a lot of learning. We'll just say that. A lot of learning. What was your first solo trip? My first trip that I went somewhere alone was India. But I pretty much only... What? Oh, yeah. I'm crazy. So I... But then I did a study abroad and I met up with people. So there were times that I was in India where, like, I wasn't really by myself and the guy that I was dating in college was an electrical engineer and he worked for Thermo Fisher and they just happened to have sent him to India the same time I was going to be in India. So like I met up with him in India too. So I wasn't really by myself. I would say my first solo trip where like I went to a country where I wasn't meeting up with anybody was Morocco in 2013. Wow. It's really funny to me that that's like where I picked for a solo trip. Yeah, that's another kind of tougher one, though. Yeah. Yeah. I love a challenge, if you know anything Mm. about me. Love a challenge. Yeah, it was like, it was really fun. Morocco is one of those destinations, kind of like a heavy hitter, right? Like, you have Marrakesh, you have like the markets, which are like intense, but fun. And then you have like the Atlas Mountains. I went to the Sahara Desert. Like, I rode a camel at sunset. And I remember like... It was probably one of the first times that I ever got off of a plane onto the tarmac. Like you took the stairs down and now Mm. I do that all all the time. But at the time, you know, I wasn't very well traveled. And I just remember landing in Morocco and being like, did I make a mistake? (laughs) (laughs) What am I doing? Because I grew up in the South and like my family doesn't travel. Mo- yeah. Most of my friends haven't. Most of the people I went to high school, even college with, like, don't really travel. And maybe like once we were in college, I probably knew more people who traveled. But like mm-hmm. now I do because now I hang out with travelers. But like coming from North Carolina, like you're not like going to vac- on vacation to Morocco or Argentina or wherever. Like you're going on vacation to like maybe London, maybe. And that's like a big vacation. Yeah. Growing up, we went to like Myrtle Beach. Yeah. And like Orlando. Yeah. So going to Morocco felt very, very foreign to me. Yeah. Do you remember why you chose that? 
Yeah, I do. My friend and I did a European cruise from Spain to Italy and back to Barcelona. And she didn't want to go to Morocco. I just really, it was that error of my life where I was like, well, I don't know how long it'll be before I get back to Europe. Mm-hmm. It had been like several years. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to ever travel that frequently. Jokes on that, Ashley. <laughs> Because who would have thought how much I actually not very long afterwards started traveling. But at that point, I was like, this could be like a once every three or four year type of trip. And I was like, I really want to go to Africa. And I really want to go to the Sahara Desert. Like, how cool would that be to like go to the Sahara Desert? So I bought a ticket and I went to the Sahara Desert. And it was magical. Except for the snakes. Ooh, did you see some? <laughs> no, they told... Okay, listen, I asked if there were snakes, and I was told there are no snakes. Don't be silly. And then the next morning, we got on our camels to leave, and I'm like, what are all these lines in the sand? And they're like, oh, that's just the snakes. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? And they're like, it's fine. They're not normally aggressive. And I'm like, not normally. But yeah, it was definitely one of those, like, you know, not every trip that you take is a oh my gosh, this is life-changing. But that trip for me, like 100% was like a life-changing trip. Like there was something riding a camel at sunset in the Sahara Desert where you're like, Mm. I am off the beaten path. Like I am doing something that maybe read about at some point I never thought I would do. And so it was was definitely one of those like magical moments (laughs) that you get while on the road. And the food is really good in Morocco. I will say I ate enough couscous that I don't think I've had any couscous since because I ate so much of it in 10 days in Morocco, but it was like a really cheap destination. And I'd love to go back now and compare it to my backpacking budget days and see like how it compares. But at the time it was really cheap. People were really friendly. It definitely wasn't crazy like India was. India, like you have a lot of people yelling at you like, lady, lady. There wasn't as much of that in Morocco. I mean, I definitely got looks like I have red hair. I'm very, very pale and I have green eyes. So I definitely got stared at. But because it's so close to Europe, like they get a ton of tourists, especially in Marrakesh. So it really like I felt fine. I was I walked around by myself. I didn't feel unsafe at all. Whereas India Walking around alone, I always was like, this is how I get pickpocketed. I need to like, Mm -hmm. you know, be careful. But yeah, I definitely would love to go back. How did you pick Copenhagen? Literally just the cheap flight. And mine was not... (laughs) Literally just the cheap flight. Like (laughs) It was like I started there. It was like I... And I always say this, like, follow the deal, not the destination. I always say that, too. Yeah. Follow the deal. Especially when you, you know, I was in, like, my first job outside of graduate school so like I was still definitely budget traveling and it was a learning experience the whole thing now looking back at it I'm like wow that was like such an amazing time and like I'm so proud of myself for going and for doing that but I definitely had a lot of ups and downs so getting there that wasn't anything that was too crazy like I was never worried about like being on my own okay I just kind of went into it with this idea that like it was going to be like your typical like solo hostile backpacking life that you see in Southeast Asia where it's like parties and there's so many people and everybody's there like traveling having a good time yeah the time that I went in it was like 
end of January, beginning of February. To Denmark. Yes. It's so cold. Yes. It was cold. I actually had some really nice sunny days, but it was cold. And that was something that was so interesting was that they still eat outside even when it's freezing like that. Yeah. So they have all the tables. I was on like the canals, like the Nahavan. I'm not going to pronounce anything correctly because. That's okay. (laughs) Well, that's how I how to say it. Everybody knows what I'm talking about with the beautiful buildings on each side and you can take the boat tours. And so they would have all of, you know, the cute little restaurants lined up and they would just have the tables outside and they had blankets on each table and they had some of those like big stand up heaters. But I was like, okay, we're doing this. We're eating outside. And that was a fun experience. But First time staying in a hostel. So the navigation was all, it was totally fine. I got like a Copenhagen card. So it came with unlimited like transportation, which was really nice. So you could take any of like the trains, the buses, pretty much anything. And it included pretty much all of your activities as well, as long as you kind of like scheduled them out. Um, So I thought that was really great for like my first solo trip. So I didn't really have to like think about anything. I just like got my Copenhagen card and I looked at the book and like saw everything that I wanted to do. But it was my first time staying in a hostel. So that was an interesting experience. I stayed in a generator. It's like a chain hostel. So they have them in pretty much any like major city. And I got a female only room. And I just like wasn't prepared at all. Like I brought like my lock and things like that. And it was fine. But like I thought I was going to go in there and like meet a ton of people. And like a lot of people were there for like work or like they were just like passing through. Like it seemed like nobody was really there to like travel. I mean, I guess it was cool because I met like some people. There was a girl from China. There was a girl from Mexico. um, There were two girls from the UK. There was one girl from Germany. So I like met them, but never ended up really like doing anything with them. There was actually two girls that were traveling together. And I was like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to ask them to go to like Tivoli Gardens with me, which is like, it's the main theme park there. And it was, it's the place that they say that like Walt Disney got his inspiration for Disney World. So I was like, I have to do this. You're like, I have to go. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I have to go. And I have to like, I'll like ask them tomorrow. I was like, I'll do it. I'll ask them tomorrow uh, if they want to go with me. And then I woke up and they were gone. (laughs) I was like, oh no, this is, I feel like this is like a sign. So I was literally alone the whole entire time. Yeah. So I didn't bring like earplugs or like an eye mask. And even though like it was fine in that regards, there was one girl that like stayed up till all hours of the night. And I just, you know, it was just my first experience. Like I didn't, really know like what to do or what to expect and now it's you know I'm like a hostile pro in that sense but my phone died while I was walking around and I couldn't find my hostel so that's when I was like really new to always have your backup charger with you your battery pack <laughs> like don't ever leave without that at least make your make sure your phone is charged but I would never walk around during the day or at night or anything without some type of like backup to be able to charge my phone because that was not fun. Just like little things like that where you kind of go in it into it with this like idea and then it doesn't turn out that way. 
I think I was supposed to be there and like be on my own and do that and like navigate that. I took the train to Malmo, Sweden. So I did Sweden for a day, which was really cool. And that's like only a half an hour from Copenhagen. You know, I did a ton of stuff while I was there, but it was just all completely on my own, which now looking back on it, I'm like, wow, that's like so amazing. And it's so fun. But I just had such a different image in my head at that time of what it was going to be. So it was definitely a learning experience. And I actually wasn't sure if I was going to travel solo again after that, because I didn't realize how much downtime you have in the mix of things. When you're traveling, you're doing all the activities, like it's totally fine. But when you're just kind of like walking the streets, or you're like taking the train somewhere, you're like, oh, like, it would be nice to like, chat with someone. Now I'm not really like that. I'm like, I'm just gonna like listen to my music and do this and do that. But I always had someone to do those things. So it was like, that was interesting. If you don't know this about Emily, she actually does not want anybody to talk to her, which is hilarious to me because Emily- I don't like people. She doesn't. And it's like so funny to me because you see her Instagram and you think like, oh, she's just so bubbly. And then we'll be places together and she'll be like, do we have to talk to those people? And I'm like, no, we don't. We're not talking about like and when, oh and when, and when, they're like, do we have to chat with those people? I'm like, no. And I'm like, no, it's no. great. No, it's great because Emily and I can go sit by a pool and we don't talk to each other. Like we do. We're like, do you want to get lunch now or whatever? But it'll be like both of us sitting there on our phones and on our laptops. Yep. It's like the perfect partnership. I'm sure people are like, are they mad at each other? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, no, we're just working we don't need to chat like i love it it's great whereas like i would say so my morocco experience was the first time i ever stayed in a hostel and i was like terrified (laughs) oh my gosh really i was so terrified and it was fine so i ended up doing a hostel in marrakesh and i did all girl uh, all girls room and i ended up being like the only person there for like two out of the three nights that i was there wow and then the third night that I was there these other women came in and then they were like already friends so they didn't really talk to me (laughs) Mm. and then I didn't really meet anybody in the lobby either like I would hang out in the lobby and talk to people but not really and so I never really had that and then I signed up for a four-day tour to the desert because you had to do the longer tour if you wanted to go into the actual dunes, like Erg Shebi or Erg. It's like E-R-G-C-H-E-B-B-I, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's the actual dunes, like the big dunes that you see like when you Google Sahara. And funny story, I ended up on a bus with – a group of Brazilians. There was like 15 Brazilians. Ooh. One girl from Australia, her boyfriend at the time who was French, and then me, who was the only American. And it was really great. It was like a really great few days. And one of the Brazilians was named Chris. And I had randomly met her, saw her in at the market and ch- started chatting with her the day before the trip. And then we ended up on the same tour together. I've gone and hung out with her many times in Brazil since then. So we've known each other 10 years. Oh my God. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? She has a daughter now. I've met her oh. daughter. And yeah, every time I go to Brazil, I'm like, hanging out with Chris and Rio. So it's just funny how sometimes you can meet lifelong friends on travels. And I would have never, you know, and she's Brazilian. Like I would have never met her. You know what I mean? It's just funny that we met in like in Morocco, which is funny. But yeah, I would say that like, it definitely was an odd place to do your first solo trip. (laughs) 
people thought that I was really well, well traveled. They're like, oh, you're in Morocco alone. You must travel alone all the time. And I'm yeah. like, no. That's what I would think too. But it's sometimes good to like get your first one out of the way like that. I was just very headstrong and you just couldn't tell me anything. Mm-hmm. You could try and I wouldn't listen. Like you telling me not to go somewhere would just be like, oh, cool. So I shouldn't go there. I already bought a flight. And honestly, it was great because it was kind of the first time that I really wanted to do something and I didn't let other people dictate to me that I could or couldn't do it. Like my friend didn't, didn't want to go to Morocco. And I was like, you know what? Like I'm 26, 25. I was 25. And I was like, you know what? I'm old enough that this is ridiculous. Like if I want to go somewhere, I'm just going to go. And I will say there's a shift that happens. Like you do a solo trip and you're like, oh, you just become way better at doing things on your own. And I think it just like makes you grow so much as a person, especially as a woman doing something by yourself. Because I'm like, I've been to Morocco. I went to India alone. I'm totally fine. Like you just become very confident in your ability. Mm -hmm. And so I would definitely say like everybody should do at least one solo trip. Yeah, I agree. Or like Emily. Emily's like, I don't want to travel with anybody because I don't want to talk to any of you guys. So like, I'm just so funny because all of my next trips, like, I don't have a solo trip planned. That's not true. Not till December. That is not true, Emily. Why? Where am I going? Didn't you say you have a week in between your Bali and Thailand trips? Yeah, but like that's like I'm going there for a purpose, and the purpose is to be with a huge groups people. Yeah, it's not like the whole thing. Is like a solo trip. Yeah, I'll be solo like here and there. But who knows? Like I'm, I'm, I mean, you you won't because I'm coming early. <laughs> right. And a lot of people are too. And there's people coming <laughs> go, f- going from Bali to Thailand. So like I'm still going to have a crew during that time. <laughs> Emily's like Emily's nightmare. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm like, oh my God, help. Help me. Help me. It, it's, it's funny. Out of the two of us, it's like the opposite of what you would think. Like you would look at Emily and be like, she just loves to be around people and Ashley is like a curmudgeon and wants just to be left alone and it's sometimes the opposite I'm like Emily's Emily's not going to dinner with us they're like come Emily also what I love is how you, <laughs> what I also love um, I was like I'm gonna take a bath um, in order room service yeah which is what Emily did Emily's like yeah no I'm not doing that you guys enjoy dinner bye <laughs> like doesn't go with us um which is fine like Emily enjoyed her bath. But what I think is really funny is like you just you oh just God, like what you, you just like wouldn't think that. You would just be like, oh Emily, Emily's <laughs> the one. And Emily will just be like, no. If you're interested in making money while traveling the world, grab my free masterclass, How to Make $5,000 While Traveling. And you can find me, Emily, at Emily Eats and Explores. You can find me, Ashley, at Ashley Gets Around on Instagram. And if you want to fly in business class for the cost of economy, you can sign up for my free email list at ashleygetsaround.com. Make sure you head to the show notes to find out more about me and Emily. After your first solo trip, were you like, I want to do this again? Or were you like, this was horrible? Like, what were your thoughts? I think because, like, I was solo the whole time and I was expecting to, like, meet a bunch of people and, like, make all these, like, new best friends that 
I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this again. Because that trip, I really did like kind of feel lonely because I was going into it with like the expectation that I was going to just meet all of these people and have a good time. And like, we were going to go out and like, we were going to do this together and this together. And it's actually really funny because I met a girl on the first day and she was traveling solo. I was traveling solo. She was from the US. I think she was from Michigan. And so we took pictures of each other and then we were chatting for like a half an hour just on like the side of the canal and she was like, oh yeah, I'm going to this castle. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm going there like tomorrow. And I was like, in that situation now, I'd be like, oh, like, do you want a, like, oh, I'm not doing anything now. Like, do you want someone to go with you? Like, would you want a buddy or something like that? But in that moment, I was like, still like being like, I don't know how to do this. So I didn't know how to say like, hey, do you want company like and I think when we left I was like let me know if you ever want to hang out but like we didn't ever exchange like numbers or anything like that so it was so funny because I because I'm looking back and I'm like I feel like me and that girl because I think we were traveling for like the same amount of time I was like this is so funny I feel like we probably would have hung out like the whole time but for some reason I think I was meant to like do everything on my own in some weird way but Yeah. So I was just like, I don't know if I want to do this because of like, I feel like I would have had a lot more fun with other people. And now I just go into it just being like, I'm going to have a lot of fun with myself. Like if I meet people, cool. If I don't, cool. Like I'm just going to see what happens. Like I just go into every trip, every solo trip now without like any real expectations about anything because that's just how I like to do it. And I feel like if you don't really have that many expectations, like you're not going to be disappointed and like things can just, they can only go up, I guess. But yeah, I just went into it with like, I, I totally like romanticized it in, in, a, in a way that I haven't done for any of my other trips. So that was really interesting. But then I was like, yeah, I feel like I do want to try this again. And then I don't know where my next one was. But then like the pandemic hit and then I wasn't traveling for a while. And then I traveled solo for like seven, eight months once I left my job. So I hadn't had that much. I had, you know, I was doing like little trips here and there, like in the U.S. But like when we're talking about like traveling abroad, I didn't have that many before. I was like, yeah, I'm off for like seven months alone. Bye. So that's kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, Yeah, that's just like so crazy that it was like not that long and then COVID happened. Yeah. So I guess where would you recommend people go for their like first trip solo? I feel like I have a lot of thoughts. I mean, I feel like if you're from the US, I feel like Europe is just like an easy place to go. If you're going abroad, Europe is just with the transportation, you know, typical safety wise, like any of your like nice university type towns like those are all the places I recommend so like a Salzburg like in Edinburgh even like Lisbon Portugal Copenhagen's great Dublin's great like it just depends on your comfort level because it's generally a shorter flight like you can find things that are cheap they have good public transportation like there's just a lot of things that like can help ease you into the solo travel life and you don't have to like go into 
all the craziness that sometimes <laughs> like I wouldn't recommend going to like Egypt for your first one. People were actually really surprised that I was going there on my own and I had no idea. I don't know what being there. Would you recommend like Morocco for somebody's first one? I don't know. I mean, I would say, I mean, it just depends, right? Because everybody's different. Like you could go yeah, to Morocco right. and it could be the most magical place ever. Or you could go to Morocco and be like, I was overwhelmed. It was horrible. Like, yeah, I think Europe's just so easy or yeah. Southeast Asia. I just think you would be overwhelmed. Like I think going to Thailand or wherever. Mm-hmm. With like the long flight the long and everything flight, too. If you're from yeah, the US. The yeah. So I would just honestly say going somewhere like on the beaten path and not that Morocco isn't, but I would say if you're doing somewhere like Morocco or like one of the places that you kind of need tours, like if you're doing safari for your first solo trip, then you probably need to book some tours before you go. Don't fly by the seat of your pants. Because I think that's also helpful. Yeah. Is like you booking a couple day tours so you're not by yourself is mm-hmm. really great too. Yeah. And But I also think it just depends on like your age too. Because like if you're 21, that's a different thing versus you're 30. So I think it just depends on maybe if you're 30, you're not wanting to do hostels. So just, and we've talked about this in other episodes, but you know, when you aren't doing hostels, like you probably aren't meeting as many people because you're not meeting people in your hotel lobby. So just keeping that in mind, Mm -hmm. but like, I personally love a week in like Rome or Paris or anywhere by myself. And I'm like, Ooh, I can go to all the restaurants I want to go to alone. I can be alone. And like, maybe I'll meet somebody like go to dinner, you know, like do a group tour or whatever. But I can just wander around a museum for hours if I want, which is so nice. It's such a privilege to be able to do that. So I think it kind of just depends, but definitely Europe. I mean, Iceland would have been fun, but you definitely would have had to drive yourself to see stuff. So that maybe if you're like uncomfortable with driving abroad might be not so good. Mm -hmm. Like you could go to like Reykjavik, but like that's kind of it yeah you would have to book day tours to do anything else yeah unless yeah unless you did a bus tour yeah there's so much to see in iceland that you'd be doing a disservice to yourself if you only went to Reykjavik because there's so much beautiful Mm -hmm. stuff like all in different parts of iceland yeah but yeah well i think that is a great place to stop for this episode love it let us know your first solo trip if you've been on one yet yes if not where you want to go and tell us where you want to go Well, thank you, everyone. See you in the next one. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, please leave us a five-star rating and review. You can find me, Ashley, at Ashley Gets Around on Instagram. And you can find me, Emily, at Emily Eats and Explores. Make sure you head to the show notes to find out more about me and Emily. Bye, everyone.